0: Welcome to the Health Education England Southwest Allied Health Professions mini podcast series. This has been created by AHPs in the region who completed a key speaking skills training program with COG-UK. You have the opportunity to hear from a number of Southwest AHP faculties on their work, about the AHP workforce fellows, and a regional AHP repair project lead on their roles and the programs they are supporting to deliver. Thank you for listening and i'm delighted to welcome rachel and deborah who are from the dorset ahp faculty who are going to be joining me today a few interview questions which we're going to share hi uh rachel hi deborah
1: hi
0: would you like to introduce yourselves for the listeners please
1: deborah? yeah sure rachel so I'm Rachel Christian Edwards and I'm AHP lead within Dorset Healthcare and I'm part of the AHP faculty and the AHP Court Council.
2: Uh, hi, I'm Deborah Lane. I'm uh, Associate Director of AHPs and Healthcare Scientists, one of the acute trusts in Dorset, uh, University Hospitals Dorset. I'm a member of the Dorset AHP ca- Council and faculty as well.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you for that. Um, just a quick um, sort of chat with you really about I mean being part of an established AHP faculty which Dorset's is it's been established I'm not sure how long uh, Rachel tell me
1: oh so the faculty has been established since October 2020 but in fact the council's been established since um, February 2019 so yeah quite a bit of time has passed and working together now
0: okay that's fantastic and what does it mean to be an established faculty how does that work what's it like being part of it
1: I guess there's a sense of trust. I don't know whether you'd agree with that, Debbie, that, you know, we've all known each other. We've been on quite a journey. We've done some leadership building together. So we've got to know each other as people, not just as in our professional roles. And so trust. Yeah, I think that would probably be one of the main things I would start with. Debbie, what do you think?
2: I agree, Rachel. I think the other thing is that we've. become um collaborative and come to a kind of united vision and 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 kind of direction of travel as a faculty um I, I'm a relative newcomer uh, uh, having only been part of the faculty just over a year um but that sense of purpose was already established when I joined and um has continued to evolve and develop since
1: yes yeah, so there's a real sense of that shared Vision about wanting to improve um, care for people of Dorset, isn't it? So that's you know, pa- patients are always at the focus of what we do, even if we're talking about workforce, etc. But actually, that patient care is really at the focus.
2: And being part of the community of Dorset as well.
0: Okay, is that is that what you gained most, or what have you learned most from being part of the faculty? Then, what, what's been for you professionally so helpful and and useful in in developing you as leader as leaders?
2: For me. Um, I joined the faculty simultaneously with um, taking up a role in Dorset. And for me, um, although I was used to being part of a faculty in my old organisation, it was a quick way into developing networks and and, um, knowing who was what, where and when in Dorset. So it, it helped me embed myself within Dorset um, which was really helpful to me um, as a leader in one of the acute providers in Dorset.
0: Especially as a newcomer as well. Absolutely. And i got you up and running much more quickly as well, having that background connections as well.
2: Totally which, agree.
0: Which is great. OK, and in terms of connections, because I think that's something that's come out about being established and knowing lots of people. Rachel, how does it work in terms of what are the range of your connections and fingers in pies, if you like, across a big network, thanks to the, the established faculty set up?
1: Yeah, it's a really good question, Robin, because actually as the um, the faculty has grown and become established, those links have become more established. So that's not just between us working within health and social care, but that's Links to research. It's links to things like um, the ICS workforce team. So just to give you some really good examples of that, we work really closely with um, with the workforce team around um, promoting AHP pre- professions for the young people of Dorset. How we might develop. Um, more of a lead um, approach around apprenticeships, clinical placements. Um, we've had a really clear leadership offer. So I think for me, those are some of the real gains of having the faculty.
0: Okay. And Deborah, what about yourself? What have you spotted again of these connections? What have you been able to utilise as part of your role?
2: So I think one of the strengths of the uh, faculty is the breadth and range of hps from such a diversity of settings um, and and because each of those individuals are there bringing in their own connections that helps the faculty as a whole have more connections and and there's a real sense of all for one and one for all so we we're, we're there being professionally and organizationally agnostic, but all working together for the greater good. So uh, if one of the other members of the faculty has got a connection, they help bring that information, that connectivity to the whole faculty, um, even if it's something they've developed personally within their role. So it's it's a much, you know, it's fingers in pies, it's tentacles going outwards um, to the system as a whole and wider.
1: Yeah, so. I agree with you, Debbie. And I think if you think of our links with our higher education institutes, that's been really integral to taking some of the work we've wanted to do forward, such as our career framework. You know, things that we're going to have on our, um, our AHP website for Dorset. So, there's those connections have been incredibly helpful, and it's 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 more than the sum of its parts. I think I would say, Robin.
0: Okay, well, that's fantastic. And people are not holding on to silos, it seems people are willing to share. There's not any sort of barriers to that. It's very open. Is that how it goes?
1: Really open. And I think probably that's been one of the things that's been a real privilege in being part of the faculty is that we put those professional and organisational boundaries, things to one side, you know, Debbie used the phrase being professionally and organisationally agnostic. I think that's quite a nice way of thinking, you know, we might bring that professional lens and we might bring a, an organisational lens, but actually they're not barriers to the work that we do collectively.
2: Okay. And I would say one of the flip sides and challenges to that. Um, is ensuring that we then have the cascade back down into our organisations and, and to bring on the wider workforce into a thinking in that system wide way, but also understanding what's what's going on in the faculty and being able to have a voice back up into the faculty. And, and because we recognise that challenge, one of the things we've done to um, enable that wider communication of the work of the faculty is through the uh secondments and the involvement of staff such as the support workforce and maybe rachel you'd like to talk a little bit more about some of that
1: yeah sure debbie so um, and Robin you asked earlier about newcomers and I think you know we've got newcomers that become established members of the faculty but then we've got newcomers who come in to do a piece of work that's been funded by health education England so that we can look say like at clinical placements or as recently we've looked at our um, our workforce we've looked at particularly our support workforce as Debbie's just mentioned so that's about welcoming somebody in for maybe a six months period to do a piece of work that is across organizations organizations reporting back into the faculty and supported by the faculty and one of the things Robin that we have learned um, is it's really important to support those people because they may not have the same level of knowledge as the faculty that we do and so it's about having that induction it's about buddying people up so they have somebody on the faculty who's like their um, their sponsor so we really make sure we tie those things in together hopefully that sort of gives a bit of a flavor of what we've done.
0: Yeah, I think it really does. And I was going to actually ask about how you cascade some of this information around, because what you're talking about, these networks, maybe just a little bit on, I don't know, you've got something on the communications. I mean, what what actually do you put in place to make sure this whole connectivity remains in place and works?
1: Yeah, it's a really good question, because I think it's one of our challenges. I don't know what you think, Debbie, to really engage the workforce and see things as a system level. And I know you do some stuff on a regular basis, don't you?
2: Yeah, so... um... For a while now, we've had an intranet page uh, within our organisation and regular newsletters to try and help with that cascade and that information. Um, however, at a daughter HP level, we've we've now just in the throes of um, launching our website, and 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 that's another way of sharing things wider. Um, so, but but the other thing is around. Uh, those newcomers and those people coming to join the faculty, uh, ensuring that they have a voice. So one of the things we we use is uh, something we learned as uh, on our leadership training around uh, thinking rounds and that enable us all to have um, a say uh, and ensures the engagement of every individual in, in meetings. And um, so they feel like they're part of the process.
0: I mean, one thing I'm getting certainly from chatting with you both about engagement and cascade of information, connectedness, network, that is absolutely intrinsic to keeping everything working smoothly and incorporating people's views and feelings all the way across. I mean, that, that's what I'm really getting. In fact, maybe we could actually end up on some top tips, really, I suppose, um, for newer faculties, um, you know, because you've obviously learned a lot and you're sharing a lot. Is there any, I mean, you mentioned a few things, certainly in our discussions. Yeah, Debbie, Debbie. So my,
2: my first thought is, um, use use neighboring faculties so before i joined this faculty i was um involved in setting up a faculty in a a neighboring county and and we came to dorset faculty and got their advice and their support in developing our own so so network with other faculties and learn from them so that would be my first top tip
1: yeah that's a really good tip actually debbie because i think that there's a real sense of connectivity between the faculties isn't there so i think that sharing and we're not at all precious about sharing our learning as we've gone along. I think the other thing for me is about sustainability, Robin, um, because part of our, the way we're set up is that we've got Hillary Hall and she's actually funded through our ICS So she's a substantive staff member. And that means that we we have that consistency of leadership, which I think given the current move as we move into the ICS is, is just really important because what we do isn't alone. So my top tip would be about that connectivity, and it would also about be thinking about long term, about your sustainability. Yeah,
0: That's
2: a really good point, Rachel. And actually, that makes me think of the fact that um, the other element when setting up a newer faculty is to think about the work you do for the faculty being part of the day job not an add on, not a discretionary effort. Actually, it helps individuals develop in their own role, but it helps them think and work more system wide, which can they can then take back into their day job and help them and their organisation. So it, it's not an add on. It's an integral part.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with you, Debbie. That's su- such a useful reflection, because for me, it's part of the job.
0: Yeah, it sounds, listen, you've you really got, well, first of all, you're both smiling broadly, which is always nice to see, uh, which obviously on a podcast you can't see, but I can see you. And so you're working really well as a team, sharing really well, and that's a massive growth point for other people to listen to and learn from as well in terms of what the experience of Dorset HP faculty is, is offered today. So listen, thank you very, very much for sharing, working with me. Again, we've pulled together, I think, a, a very uh, useful podcast um, and um, look forward to Perhaps meeting up again soon. I hope the listeners uh, get something from this this podcast. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.